good. That's good. I think I'm gonna instead of always doing the overly, overly, you know, uh, I don't want to say this, the overly produced intro. I think I'm just gonna yeah, do, scripted. you know, a, yeah, overly yeah, scripted, yeah. more of a more of a rolling intro, you know, just uh, oh, natural, letting it flow, yeah. just letting it all hang more, out. You know, just how some people are gender fluid will be podcast intro fluid. There you go. Can I say that like that, or will I get canceled for saying that? I don't know. I think you should just. I, 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 I don't. Think, I don't I, feel like. I don't feel like I'm being derogatory. I don't think I'm. I'm not doing. I'm not saying it in a negative way. No. I'm. I'm appreciating a quality that someone embodies. Right. I there mean, you go. See, I think that's the intro right there. I think. I think you've actually started the show. Hey. Just saying. Just you saying. Just, okay. just do it. Well, just do it live. You know. Do it live, right? Welcome back to Flexibos. Here we are, Kevin. Welcome hey. to have you. Good to have you. Good to have you back here. It was uh, it was weird. It was weird not to, I mean, you've been on with me steady, what, since 401? Right? Yeah. Is that yep. When you, yep. So we've been doing this, and I was going back, and, you know, we had a quick aside. You know, Kevin and I kind of chatted with Lucas a little bit um, since we've last since we've last talked to you all here, the audience. And uh, it was funny. I was going back through, like, episode notes, or I was I was digging through past episodes, and I was just looking at dates, and I was like, Holy cow! Like it, it feels like in terms of like episodes, it doesn't feel that long. But then no. when you remember that we do it bi-weekly, right? It very quickly adds up. And I was like, August, Kevin, wait, August, what? It, it just it doesn't yeah, seem it's been like that long. Holy shit! Yeah, it doesn't seem like wow. Lucas has stepped away that long. But then when I went back in that way, I mean, <sighs> uh, the proof the proof is in the pudding. You're as, right, as they say. And I was like, wow, holy cow! So, um crazy you know just crazy to think of so but you know we've been doing it steady and i just i didn't know you know you couldn't make it last week and i was like eh, what do i do here do i do a solo show and i was like i hadn't like talked with donnie like we hardly yeah, haven't right? really connected let alone like uh, a conversation like with our voices but i mean just you know quick text you know maybe maybe a couple random tweets here or there but not like anything meaningful in quite some time. So it was great to have him on and just kind of shoot the shoot the shit, so to say, and kind of get a kind of start stretching to kind of I don't I don't know. You know, I I, I don't want Tuesdays with Flex Day to be like a ripoff of, of similar shows, you know, that have uh, to do that. It can't interview. be because yours is gonna be way better, right? So <laughs> I don't well, thank you. To be, you know, similar like that. But I you know, I do want that um, you know, that conversation and I think in that show I will definitely probably steer things a little more sure. and try to ask specific questions. And this was just kind of a, a nice, you know, conversation to have with him and just to, to catch up on things. But good to have you back. Welcome you. back. Thanks. Um as I alluded, yes, Kevin and I chat with Lucas and yes. um for the foreseeable future. We're not sure. Uh, Lucas is still very much part of the Flexpose team. We don't know when he's going to be back on on the show in any um, reoccurring capacity. If it, if it works out and it fits into a schedule, he's going to obviously hop on and we'll, we'll make sure that happens. But um, he's just been working a lot, everyone. He's, uh, you know, I think his health stuff is a little more under control. Still some, I think, questions there. But uh, he doesn't always know week to week what his schedule is going to be. And like, I totally get this and I wouldn't expect this of him when if he does have a night off that would fall on the night that we're recording. I'm not going to expect him to record a podcast. I'm sure his. Oh, family... I am. I'm going to expect oh. it. So, I mean, you you cannot. I'll just oh. I'll do it. That's fine. Oh, OK. But <laughs> but I would expect his family to you know, want to spend time with him. He's probably going to have other things he's going to want to do to get his mind off all, all the stuff that's going on. So uh, more to come there. But hopefully 
uh, opportunities there while not on this specific show. You know, I think the cat's out of the bag. I think everyone kind of knows safe space is kind of on a permanent hiatus. We haven't I don't even recall the last time we produced an episode of that. And that's very much a a very focused, high effort show from Lucas and myself. And without him being able to connect with me, that's just going to go to the wayside. But hopefully uh, all three of us will be contributing mm-hmm. some sort of uh, Patreon uh, content. I think really, if anyone hadn't already kind of suspected this kevin's been very much filling in for a while and and you know i don't think we've ever officially said kevin why don't you just join us all the time i know that invitation's kind of always been there and i think you've always whatever you've comfortable whatever you want to do but you're obviously more than you've been always been looked at as a part of this team and we're you know we're happy and thrilled that you've been here this long and you've stepped in and i think the show that's kept on going and um we want to continue that. So thank you. Thank you for what you've done. And my wife was really concerned when I was talking about it. Cause I just mentioned, yeah, like we didn't like Lucas and I just don't really, we don't talk. I mean, we have like those random, the random one-off conversations like you'll see on discord where yeah. we have just, you know, kind of passing thoughts or this or that. But, and I was talking about the show and everything. And she thought the first, the way I was talking, I was like, that was, that was it, you know, and she was feeling kind of bummed for me, but you know, it's uh much like our hearts will go on. So this podcast. So um, there you have it. There's my there's my thoughts, Kevin. How are you? How are you? I've talked a lot already. No, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm better. Uh, been dealing with illness on and off, which is why I couldn't make it last time. It's just been it's been weird. I, I don't know. Since it's, it's everybody's just getting sick, and the weather up here has been crazy. I mean, I don't know what's going on in your neck of the woods, but like we had a snap of weather about a week ago where we were negative seven and that's without Ooh. wind chill that's just that was the actual temperature um and we had things like my my in-laws uh pipes were freezing in narragansett so i had to drive out there because they're in florida right now so i said hey can you check and make sure the pipes didn't freeze and anything burst so i went out there to check it and you know luckily nothing burst but the pipes were indeed completely frozen so i spent like Ooh. eight hours there trying to heat the house i was blow drying the pipes to try and get water <laughs> oh, work. No. It, it worked eventually so that that's the good news but yeah, we've been going through this weird snap, but then last week we had two days, and actually the last two days now have been in the high sixties. So like our bodies just like don't know how to adjust, and it's yeah, like next week they're sure. talking snow again. So I'm like, I don't know what yeah. to do. My body just can't handle it. So we I popped it. I cleared my throat snap. a lot tonight. I'm trying. Oh not no, to, little, little uh, lung butter coming yeah, up. Exactly. Little, little little bull butter maybe. Yeah. No. Uh, See, we haven't had that cold snap, but we've definitely had bizarre weather. We've gotten up into the 40s, flirted hmm. with 50s a little bit, hmm. and then uh, we had some rain yesterday, and today we had snow slash sleet. <laughs> I don't know. made the, the drive home really gross, but oh, like, yeah. my my kid's just been coughing for yes. two months straight. It's just nonstop, dude. Yeah. Like I in the morning, COVID test and everything, and thankfully it's just not that, Every morning. <clears throat> and then he does this thing where he... You know, at his age, he's not quite six. They don't really know. They cough, but they don't really know how to like yeah. clear what's there. Get it out. Yeah. And he does this thing now when he coughs, he has to convulse and like throw himself on the couch backwards and just very animated with it. And then my wife and I, I can just see, I can just see in my wife's face, the seething <laughs> anger. Cause it's just like, and then we're, just, we're always like, Aiden, take a drink of, water. of your water. <laughs> yes. You can't tell me what to do with my water. It's my water. I don't want to. We're just trying to. Oh, God. 
it's, thought this was America. Oh my gosh, it's just the, it's just the thing, it's oh. just the thing. So I feel you there, man. I yeah. feel you. Yeah. 100%. So it's weird, but as you said, yeah, we all talked, and I guess I'm I'm officially the spare tire here. Um, <laughs> so we'll just call it that. It's fine. Try not to be the Yoko, as you said. Exactly. I don't want to be the Yoko. Not splitting it up. So. Looking forward to it. Looking forward to contributing something solo as well, which I guess all three of us are going to do now um, for some extra content. So, hey, Patreon people, if you're not one already, maybe this is something to entice you. You're going to get a lot more content uh, coming through. But uh, yeah, I'm just excited to be here and, and doing something semi regularly and, and, you know, every other week doing this and then being able to do what I'm going to work on alone at my leisure. Anytime I can make it happen, it's going to be a lot easier and I can manage that, you know. Sure, for sure. Yeah, and it just gives you yeah your own pace and um, yeah be yeah fun. so be fun so, for be fun for everyone right exactly and and you know we talked about it and I'll 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 throw it out there now is that uh, basically like you said safe space was gonna be retired we weren't gonna you know try and recreate that with us so um, basically if anybody was listening to PSVG back in the day when I was there I had a brief stint of. Kevin hates everything. So instead of doing that here, I'm just going to call it unsafe space and (laughs) it'll be a similar type show. I'll tackle a topic that's kind of just annoying the crap out of me and just let loose for a while and let y'all enjoy that. So I will, uh, I'll be open to taking suggestions as well. I have a couple ideas already going. So, but if people want me to comment on a specific thing, I'd be more than happy to, to rage about it. I'm sure. I mean, you got to have that, right? Yeah. So, let and I'll know, do it in a healthy man. way, so I'm okay now. So I can I can do those things and and be good. Okay. <laughs> good. I mean, I feel you know I feel good. It's been a it's I think it's been a it's been a, a transitionary period. I think, and now mm-hmm. I think just finally getting you know so much was like oh it's February that's gonna but you know kind of not that we got had this big conversation this big you know, session but it was just I think so much has been up in the air for so long and just yeah. kind of finally getting some direction, yep. you know, or, or something, or at least some, some finite details of anything, to, you know, just exactly. We've been going week to week trying to figure out what we're doing and yeah. it was good to, to yeah, yeah. chat. It wasn't the way we wanted to chat, but you know, our schedules were kind of wacky. So, but we had yeah, the, 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 this guy the- making us wait till the Super Bowl. I mean, come on. <laughs> no weird. It's been, well, not that I've ever been able to watch that game invested but uh sure, right. this was year was interesting because i didn't this is the first year i haven't had um cable for it so it was right. like trying to watch it and then um i i usually take advantage of <clears throat> certain streams mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and i don't know what happened within it worked flawlessly the first few weeks of the season and now it just stopped um i would always bring those up on my phone and then i have, I have an iphone and then i would air, apple airplay those to the tv sure yeah which were great but now all of a sudden like I don't know if it's just on that site or all web-based video. The AirPlay button's just not there anymore. Oh, I was going to say, so is I, the NFL cracking up? But you were able to watch it on your phone, just not on the TV? Yeah, I could okay. have. But hmm. or so like I would for most of the games that if they weren't on like uh, Paramount Plus streaming, yeah, yeah, I would just watch them on my tablet just because that's got the biggest sure. screen available. Yeah. Um, but for this, I was like, oh, let's see what because usually there's always something I can take advantage of, and this time there was like Direct TV. Mm-hmm. Uh, I could get a five day free trial. It's like, okay, perfect. Sign up for the trial, watch the game, immediately cancel the trial. Done. Mm-hmm. You know? So, um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I, I really think the NFL's missing out on an opportunity there. Like they, at least now they have that NFL app thing. Well, they announced during the Super Bowl they, they had numerous courses for it. If you saw the YouTube thing, they're bringing the NFL Sunday ticket to YouTube TV. 
Mm. So they're that's probably gonna be the best thing, I guess, for folks who want something without having to subscribe to multiple things, because you'll get all of the games. So whatever team you follow, you'll be able to get it, not having to be like, do I need to go to Fox or Paramount to stream for the CBS games or you know yeah. ESPN? You'll be able to get them all that way. Um, and they said, you know, more details coming because obviously it's not going to kick in until next season. Sure. But they advertised it heavily during the Super Bowl that that was I mean, coming. I so. would for just the NFL season, I would gladly pay yeah. 20 to $30 a month just to watch all my team's games. Sure. Right. I don't exactly. care about anything else. I would just want to watch those. Yep. You know, I'm, 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 ex- with you. I'm expecting probably the Lions to get a little more primetime games yeah. next season than what so. they did this season, especially after how, how things went. I think they're actually one of the. I know there's like either six or I can't remember how many teams are total. There's one of there might be six teams that are in the running to play the uh, the Chiefs on opening night Thursday. Oh, yeah, right. right. And they're one of the they're one of the teams in consideration for that. So, hmm. um, you know, I'd love to see them get some more primetime games and um, just be nice to I, I, I this is 2023. You know, I shouldn't have to illegally watch a stream that someone's put up on the Internet to watch football. Right. You know, I just think yeah. it's a huge opportunity. And I, I know they finally did have the, this, whatever app they had, but it's garbage, you know, but yeah. I, I just can't believe they don't. I'm surprised there's aren't more, more options like this. Like NFL is one thing, but I would gladly pay um, for an option to just stream my local channels. Like yes. what I could get, like my local package, what I could get if I had an antenna. Yep. Why can't I just get an app that delivers that to me? And I pay, you know, 15, 20 bucks a month to get my basic, you know, I'd get your, my, whatever my affiliates are for NBC, ABC, CBS, yeah. those, yeah. you know, your bit, your major networks, Fox, whatever. Mm-hmm. And why isn't that a thing? I understand that I can get it, you know, the over the ear technology. And it I'm in a Metro work. It I mean, I'm in a somewhat Metro area, sure. so I think I could get reception just fine, but I wanted to go out and buy something. Right. I'm and lazy. I want to push a button, Kevin. I want to push I, a button. Dude, I've tried that here too. When we first switched to, to all streaming stuff, I had kind of the same issues where I'm like, I missed the local channels for whatever reason. Now I'm kind of over it. But I went and got, you know, the digital antennas and the stuff like tried like four or five different products. I don't live in, you know, the, the suburbs. I'm not out there in the, in the woods. Like I'm in the city and I could not get channels of any decent quality. Like there was like one or two out of the local channels I could get out of like the major four that you discussed. And the other ones I couldn't get at all, but I'm like, they're all broadcasting from Providence. I'm in North Providence. I'm not far away. <laughs> like, it makes no sense. So, like, it's not a reliable. Shouldn't technology. you be able from North Providence to South Providence? Can't you just like pick up a frisbee and throw it that far? Well, we don't go to South Providence. That's oh, yeah. sketchy. Yeah, they don't even oh, call it South okay. Providence. It's just part of Providence, but the South side of Providence, not good. Yeah, not good. <laughs> Can't you throw a frisbee across the state? That's what I'm trying to say. Pretty much, yeah. Like that. Yeah, yeah. it's it's an hour end to end drive, so you know. Yeah. So, yeah, why is not that a thing, though? I mean, why? I don't. Yeah, I don't, I don't understand it. I mean, the NFL, I the YouTube TV, I kind of get because it's still not taking away from everything. But I think they're making more money by letting these other channels do it. That mm. if they stream it themselves, they'd actually lose money. Isn't uh, what is YouTube TV like 80 bucks, 70 bucks? Something I like think that? I think so. But like, I think you I think you'll be able to buy just the Sunday ticket. So I don't oh, think you, don't have, to I don't think you have to buy the other stuff. Mm. So that might be an option for me because right now we do Paramount Plus because a lot of the Patriots games end up on CBS around here. So I can get like 75 to 80% of the games through that. But the rest of the mm. year, I don't really use Paramount that much. We're watching a few shows, but I could, we could subscribe to it just during football season, catch up on it. We'd be fine. And yeah. I could save you know money that way. But 
if I could do a Sunday ticket and do that way instead and get all the games through that and it's cheaper, same thing. I'd just rather do that. A couple months during the season, they cancel it. For sure. Yeah, I don't. uh, Yeah, I don't. We always get a mix between CBS and Fox. Hmm. Um, So you have to kind of, you know, toggle between. And I know um, for for the hockey games and baseball, that's always not even you have to have. Uh, cable to watch those and that's their like a fox sports detroit like with affiliate and that's now through like there's um another entity called like bally sports and i know they have they released an app hmm. this year and you can get streaming all if you are if i was interested i get all the red wings games all the um tigers games i'll say can, you, app, can but, you get them through hulu because i know a lot of the nhl's on hulu um, I, I never checked actually. Yeah, and just, you might um, be able to do that too, and that's not that expensive. But if you get like, the, especially if you have Disney Plus already, you could do like the bundle. And that's it's what not I that wondered. More, if you, I missed out on the bundle because you can get what is it? Uh, Disney, Hulu, and ESPN. ESPN. Yeah, it basically ends up ESPN ends up being free, which honestly that's the one I use the least amount anyway. Yeah. But it's like it's cheaper if I bundle it. Kind of like when they used to do it the, with the cable company. It'd be cheaper if you bundle mm-hmm. in the phone than if you didn't have the phone, even though you never use the phone. Sure. It's, it's sure, similar sure, there. Sure. Like I never use ESPN, but yet it's cheaper if I have ESPN. Um, we should probably yeah. look into that because we have we already have Hulu. We have Disney Plus. Um, only difference, you know, I pay for Disney for a year, and I yeah. I you know pay for Hulu monthly. Um, yeah. I'm sure I'm sure I could. Do, I think I actually did look into that, but then the problem was I had to like cancel my Hulu, and then I had to wait for it because we did this when we we switched what like um. I think we switched what account of my wife's we were subscribing under mm-hmm. and I had to cancel the account and then I had to wait for the subscription to completely run out before I hmm. could toggle and sign up under the new account. It was just, it was annoying, but that's weird. I, I had um, to, I did have to change the Hulu to mine because my wife had signed up for Hulu, but I signed up for Disney plus. So we canceled my wife's Hulu, which is fine because mm-hmm. it's month to month. And then I just did Hulu under my name and we were fine. We didn't I think, lose out on anything there. And it was it was cheaper and we could do and they added the option too. So you have Hulu like with ads and without ads. You can do yeah. before you could only do the Hulu with ads as part of the bundle. Now you can do either. So you can choose which one you want for a couple of dollars more. You can do the no ads. You know, I do, just but. I I hate that anything that has ads mm-hmm. is under a pay a paywall to begin yeah. with. And I have a question. What this will be interesting. What, um, how do you watch your streaming? Is it, do you just do it through the smart TV or do you want it through the consoles? How do you guys, uh, don't, don't do it through the consoles, do it through the smart TVs. If they're smart TVs, if not, we have fire sticks. Okay. On the TV. Now, so the, through what kind of TVs app. do you have? Um, we have a couple TCLs. I have TCL, I think two Sony's and some LG's. So it's like, it's a mix of all different. Kinds. Is your Hulu show was crazy quiet, but then the commercials crazy loud. Well, we don't have commercials on Hulu, so ah. I don't know. But the audio quality seems to be okay. Like, I don't need to crank it up for Hulu, no. Okay. Hulu's, it's really weird. Netflix, that's probably the loudest one. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Paramount Plus, I think, is okay. No, we might have to turn things up for Paramount a little bit. Hulu, we have to turn up really crank. And then the, the commercials are drastically louder than the hmm. shows. Like, we have to mute the commercials. They're that's that loud. Weird. One of my and TVs... Netflix is really low and I have to crank that, but that's it. And that's on like, it's an older LG TV. Mm. So like, that's probably why the app is just not as good, but I can't find a, like uh, any rhyme or reason for what it is. Now I know I can definitely tell you with our fire stick. That's not the case. Yeah. Um, HBO is a little quieter. We have to just turn up HBO and sure. 
Um, at least their commercials aren't obnoxious. Yeah, yeah. Because um, we, we, I originally had the fifteen dollars tier or whatever it was, and then canceled it because we weren't using it. And then my wife resubbed us, and now we're at like the the lower tier with the ads. Mm. Um, don't really care. Yeah. Um, but interesting. Yeah. <sighs> just, yeah. I just make my life simpler. You know, I, I, I hear now that the, you know, was it uh, Paramount's combining with, uh, Showtime. It so. Yeah, it's weird, but yeah, they're going to or they can, but it's not like the same subscription charge. Like you have to pay more if you want to add you have to pay more. To it. Yep. So it's it's in one app, but yet it's two subscriptions in that yeah. one app if you want to. I guess kind they're of, losing quite a bit of money on their streaming. Um, Paramount is. I mean, I guess I, I, I don't Viacom, know. Viacom, whoever owns the, the I, I whatever. watch the football. Yeah, it's Viacom that owns them. So I watch football and then I watch Criminal Minds on there where we're kind of catch up and they did like a new series for it. Like the show ended like years ago and they brought them back to do an extra season. That's exclusive to that. Mm. So we watched that. We watched blue bloods. I don't think I've really watched anything else on Paramount other than football. So it's like, I haven't you watched but I the don't much Yellowstone time. spinoffs or anything. Uh, my wife has watched Yellowstone. So she's done that. Um, that's like all we watch on there. Well, yeah, I, take that back. I watched, I watched Halo when that came out. I didn't even watch um, Halo. <laughs> We watched that Stallone series. Oh, Tulsa yeah, right, right. Yep, yep, yep. That was on there. And then we watched the we watched Yellowstone and we've watched the Yellowstone spinoffs. Um, I might check out. I think that's on um, Paramount. There's like that. Um, oh, gosh, like that pro like that esports uh, r- fake reality series. Oh, I, I can't think, remember what it's, I think I it is what it's on called. The Players, I think, is what it's called. That looks that yeah. looks kind of interesting. And I want to watch the Jeremy um, Renner show, I think, too. The Mayor of Kingstown. That's yeah, that looks good. Yeah, that looks good. And I, I I, wish I had more time to watch things because I would then I'd pick up Apple and whatever. What's that? Uh, I'd pick back up an Apple subscription and watch the I know Josh would know the answer to it. It's the show with the oh, where it's the game studio. And yes. It's the, the dude from Always Sunny. Uh, Mikel McElroy. I can't think of his first name. I can't think of the, I can't think of the show, yeah. but I know what you're talking about because um, you know what you're talking about. When we talked to Sean Baichu on PSVG, he did a he had a bit part in one of the episodes for it because he was doing some of the battle choreography for some of the things that they oh, were doing. Oh, nice, 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 nice. So he was on it for for an episode. Um, I can't remember the name of it either. Oh, it's just it's just crazy though how many things on it. Like AMC has a service, and then there's it's getting to be just as bad as cable if you want to get everything now. It's like yeah, that, that defeats the purpose yeah. of why we all started right. doing this. Hundred percent. The only thing would be different if I could get. F- my connect, my uh, internet price has gone up twenty bucks here now that mm. my year um, promo is over, and uh, I'm back up to what I was originally paying because I like I saved twenty bucks a month by getting ten dollars, getting ten megs more speed. Yeah, yeah. I saved twenty bucks. I was like, why wouldn't I do that? And so now I'm paying. I pay sixty five dollars for a hundred meg internet, and I just everywhere around me is fiber, and I really <laughs> hope I finally get fiber because then I can get the same connection for like. $45, right? Probably $55. I mean, speed wise, it'd be the same connection, but you know, ping and everything would be in, it'd be a much. Oh yeah. And then maybe at that point I'd, fl- I, I, I don't, I don't, I guess I don't, I don't really know if I need it, but maybe I'd flirt with going being to a pro gamer 50 or, or something, but being a pro gamer. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. yeah why not? I mean, smash, smash pro player. Ugh, there's no money there. I, dude, actually, I mean, uh, I run tournaments anymore. There's, you know, you got the, that's a whole other thing. Plus, I mean, oh, yeah. if you really want to be affiliated with the pro smash scene. I think you have to be a pedophile or say, yeah. a predator in some way, shape or form to do that. 
Well, speaking of that, our buddy uh, Justin Do I look Warner. Like a predator? Don't answer that, Kevin. Don't answer that. That's fine. I was say, speaking of that, though, our buddy Justin Warner, uh, he is he celebrated his birthday recently, and as one of his restaurants, they had like a birthday party for him, like, and one of the things he did was a smash tournament, <laughs> <laughs> and it's the first thing I was, I was like, dude, you might want to rethink that one. <laughs> That's awesome. How do you do? How do you do? Oh, he won. I don't know how many people competed, but he won it. We always, um, so at work, you know, we, on, on Fridays, we always have a primetime ping pong match at yeah. like three o'clock and then, sure. you know, uh, which I don't know how we pick those matchups. And then, um, you know, sometimes on Fridays too, we'll do cornhole tournaments, but our longest drive on our golf simulator. Yes, we do work. Do you? Yeah, we, we do work. You know, we've got the golf, so we got all these fun things, but, um, what are we, we've got, apparently we have two guys that can solve a Rubik's cube in like a minute. So now Ooh, we're like, Oh, cool. Rubik's cube uh, <laughs> challenge. Let's go. And so I told it's only guy, those two guys. <laughs> yeah. I told the one guy that I, I played, I brought my uh, switch in the one day and I beat him down on smash. I was like, cause we have the golf simulator has like a, you know, it's a 4k projector. Right. Right. It's like, we want to hook up. You want to bring the smash up on the main stage on Friday. Just, just let me know. I'm ready. Um, so, uh, yes. Kevin, Speaking of doing work, I've got a treadmill and I've been hey. eager to talk about this because I didn't get a chance to show it and really talk about it when with Donnie was on here at some of these, the finer points here. But yeah, my wife was, you know, she's been itching to get one and she kind of finally pulled the trigger on it. So we've got a pretty decent Nordic track. I would, mm. I would say, you know, I don't, it's probably a mid tier uh, model uh, for anyone's interested on Amazon. I think it costs us like 700 and something, 750 um, do the six month financing with the card makes it pretty pretty affordable that way and um yeah it's pretty nice i mean took me i don't know 45 minutes maybe or so to get it assembled put together and then what's nice that i'm probably they're going to get me out of the pocket for too is they have what's called their ifit um programs which is kind of i you know it's kind of like a a, a more dumb i, I don't want to say dumbed down but like a more a simpler version of what uh like what Peloton, Peloton does? offers yeah, with, yeah. Those, with the classes and stuff. So is it just Chuck that... Norris yelling at you for 30 minutes? <laughs> yes. hundred <Okay>. percent. <laughs> so, you know, treadmill's got all your options, but then yeah, it's got the iFit. You download the app on your phone. It connects to Bluetooth to the treadmill. And like, I just picked this, uh, cause I I've run in the past and it's always been something I want to kind of get back into. So it was like foundations of cardio 12 workout program hmm. with this, uh, trainer, cool guy, um, who happens like in this session, they're in Mexico city. So every, every, session you're like in a different part of mexico city and you're doing these different workouts but then what you're doing yeah it syncs to the phone and then as he's doing his you know guiding you through the workout it'll adjust the um dynamically adjust the oh, nice. elevation of the treadmill yeah, like the yeah. speed and everything so it's it's kind of cool to kind of and like my wife has done some too so you actually can pick these places you want to work out and it tries to simulate the terrain of the physical location that you're on as best as it can. But that's cool. Um, I'm, I'm on workout. Like when I, I think I'm on 10 or did I just finish 10? I think I just finished 10. I'm either just finished 10. No, I finished 10. So I'll be workout 11 tomorrow. Cause I, I, I didn't, I didn't run today. I just walked today to get my body to rest, but been loving it, man. It's been nice to, especially with the weather. And it's a lot easier for me to roll out of bed at like five 30, to get up and do that. And just, it's, it's been really beneficial. And I, I think, um, I, sure, I haven't seen like massive gains from, you know, weight loss or looking at myself, you know, just getting started. But um, what I didn't anticipate was just like from a, a mental health mm -hmm. um, standpoint, like how just how much better I feel. I think just knowing that I'm I'm getting up and doing something and then just I, 
I feel like I have more sustained energy throughout the day. And I just, I just overall just feel better. Nice. Um, from doing that. So I think totally did not expect to see that full spectrum kind of effects from that. So. That quickly too. Yeah. 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 Cause I mean, we've only had it. Um, I think we must, it must arrive the weekend that Friday. Mm, it was the week after it was that same week we last recorded. I'm yeah. pretty sure. Cause I think sure. we've had it this, I think this Friday, well, this Friday will be the third Friday I've used it. So I think mm. I've started working out for three weeks now. Um, but yeah, dude, it's been, it's been great. I loved the, uh, I've been enjoying the the journey and it's been nice to just kind of ease back. Like definitely the first few workouts were, you know, not that I'm any runner, but when I, you know, I used to do five K's and then I did, um, 10 K's and I've done, you know, I think the most I've ever run in one session is like, I've done over eight miles. Wow. So I've done some distance running, but you know, I haven't in years. So it's, was nice to kind of ease back into it, and especially something like that with the program. It's hard to, you know, like, Oh, what am I going to do today? I'm just going to run on the treadmill, Oof, you know? So it was, it's been cool to have something like that. that kind of gives you some more direction. Yes. Know? Yep. Yeah, I found the same thing when we were when I was biking more often with the stationary bike I had. Um, it was the same thing as like having that guided program to sit there and say, okay, we're gonna do it for 20 minutes, but this is what we're gonna do. The speed, the elevation, the resistance, all stuff like it just was nice to have that done for me. Because otherwise, if you just do it by yourself, like really what do you do? Like you right you might you might increase right. a little bit, but are you doing too much? You're not really, you know, confusing your body right? to make it more effective. Yeah, you could slow it down. So like I don't feel it today, but it's harder when somebody's making it happen, you know, mm-hmm. to do it. That's cool. Yeah, it's been awesome. So I'll I'll bring things down then. So Uh, kind of the only IRL thing I got is uh, car inspections. So you don't have those in Michigan, right? Do you? No, it's always a funny, interesting thing because the the people that are most active on our Discord are are you, uh, you and and Josh, and but then the Texas folk and both regions that have the inspections. While we we definitely do not here in Michigan, so it's a very foreign concept for us. You got all those car manufacturers, yet you don't give a crap about the pollutants, apparently. So, um, for those that don't know, the the car inspections is really more for it. Safety is part of it, but it's actually more for the emissions, the pollutants, the smog that your car is putting out to make sure you're not going over, you know, government mandated limits and stuff like that. Make sure your car is running at peak efficiency. So mine was due. <clears throat> I actually didn't notice because that's the other thing that's that's stupid with the with our state is you have these mandatory inspections and they're, you know, just the generic date is when your inspection is due. Uh, so you can do it anytime during that month, you know, before it before it goes expired. Yet if you miss it, they don't really tell you. So unless you get pulled over for some reason and a cop is like, hey, your inspections due, you don't really know until it gets to the point that it's like half a year past due. Then you get a letter from the, the the state saying, hey, if you don't get this thing inspected within a month, we're canceling your registration on you. Why they couldn't just do it anyway? Like if they know it, like they should send it out. So like, so when my registration is up, they send me a memo about a month before it's up. Why can't you just do the same thing for safety inspection? If you have that information anyway, you're going to threaten it. But whatever, they don't do it. So I got the letter saying, hey, if you don't get it inspected, your registration is going to be canceled. So I'm like, oh, shit. Didn't even realize it was due. My wife didn't realize it was due. OK, whatever. So we take it to the local shop that I deal with all the time for all of my car repairs. They're great guys. The old school Italian guys have been doing it forever. Do they just tell you where, like when you do the inspection and they tell you, okay, you got to get X, Y, and Z fixed, but then you can take it to wherever you yes. want to get it done. You don't if have you to want. like. Yeah. If you want, okay. they don't care, but I, I have them do it anyway. Um, so I took it, they, and I knew it was going to need some, something done because it kind of always needs something, right? It's a car. Um, so I dropped off, said, all right, do the inspection and oil change. I know I need that anyway, so just do this and do that. They don't get no problem. 
So they look, they start doing the oil change, they look, and they're like, your brake pads and rotors are shot. Okay, that's fine. Go ahead and do that. You know, do the oil change, brake pads, rotors, blah, blah, blah. That's, you know, $600 or whatever it was. I think it yep. was six, six change. Okay. You mean you're fine. not Lucas and you're not just going to take it back home, get the jack out, and spend an afternoon? If the weather wasn't as crazy as it has been here, I probably would have attempted it, honestly, because that's... I've done it once before uh, with my brother-in-law who knows that stuff. So he can walk me through it again if I needed to. So I probably would have, but the weather is not conducive to that right now. If it's in the middle of summer or spring, no problem. I'd do it. Man. Nope. Not have it done. I kind of really see that's my, I would love to, I I think I would enjoy doing that. It's just, I don't know when I would ever get it done. Like my exactly. wife has, yeah. my wife has, you know, we are, our passenger side, uh, side mirror got smashed up. Right. And I've, got the replacement part in last weekend on Saturday. Haven't been able to no swap it out. Cause I'm like, when am I going to like, my son's not going to let me hang out in the garage for an hour no. by my, when, when he's alone with me. So I got to, you know, wait till sometime when my wife is home and I have more than a, only an hour at the end of the night, you know, to get just it done. do that. Just do the high pressure thing. Have your son in there and have him hand you the tools. And if he screws up, you yell at him like they're doing like the TV shows. I mean, I would love to have that experience with him, but he would do that for like Scar 10 minutes and be like, and then he'd be like, I'm bored dead. Yeah. Yeah. Let's go inside. Let's go inside. Yeah. Um, so the same time, they also informed me that I needed new tires. Oh, God. Great. So that's like 900 something. So at what, th- what kind of what's your vehicle? It's a Ford Escape. This one specifically. So it's a Ford. Oh, yeah. SUV. So, yeah. SUV. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're going to. Yep, yep. That's what I did. One thing I didn't think of once. Well, also, we had two SUVs. I was in the tires like I used to have my little hatchback yep. station wagon and all of a sudden, you know, paying like. You know, six hundred ish range for yep. okay quality tires, and now it's like, nope, you get those those SUVs, especially in my wife's car. I was like, nope, I want oh, some yeah. nicer. I got her like I probably nicer tires than I never would have gotten. My car, you get you know mid grade, but still, yeah, for yeah. force uh, for full set, they're like three. You know, they're like what uh, two hundred bucks usually yep. minimum yep. a pop. Yep, so, and then the, the, the rotation and the the mounting all stuff. Um, so at the time I told them, all right, don't do that. Do the brake pads, rotors, oil change, do that stuff. I can't afford it all right now. I'll come back next week and we'll do the tires. Okay. No problem. You know, they did do the tires. They start doing the inspection. So in order to do the inspection for the emission testing, they hook up this little computer thing and it checks all the computerized emissions, your O2 sensors, all this kind of stuff that's inside the car. They weren't getting all of the monitors. They call them. So all the little things that actually track that stuff weren't coming up. So during that cold like snap, this. yeah, during the cold snap, my battery needed to be jumped. So when we did that, it clears all the codes. And sometimes you got to drive more to get the codes to come up. So sure. it wasn't a big deal. They said, just take it for the weekend, drive it around a little bit more, bring it back in on Monday. You should be good. You should have enough miles on there by then to have us run the test. So I'm doing it. Uh, had to go run an errand, took my daughter on the way back. And on the way back home, and the next day I was going to go to the shop, check engine light comes on. So I'm like, what the fuck? So I go back to them. They said, okay, we ran the code. It's a, a, a cat code, meaning the catalytic converter. So the actual thing that checks your emissions, your smog coming out of the car. They said, we, we don't really want to have to do this, right? They're like, you've already spent enough money on here. It does not affect the, uh, the running of the car. It's not going to hurt the car. It doesn't do anything for that, but it needs to be running in order for you to pass the inspection. So they said, let's clear the code. You drive it around again some more. Let's see if we can get it to all the monitors are testing. And then you can get it in here before it comes back on. 
<laughs> great. I was like, let's go. Let's, let's try it. Yeah. And I have that tool to check the monitors myself. So like I'm watching, okay, you know, five out of the six monitors are ready. There's just one monitor left. The second that monitor triggered, check engine light came on. No. So as of right now, this is still not resolved. Uh, I'll be, have to be taking it in next week. But just looking online, a catalytic converter and installation will run you between two and three grand. For something so that really isn't needed for the yeah, car. Yeah, and it, well, we had um, so we had an employee that had his stolen, had it cut out of his. He had like a an old suburban, so yeah. big, you People know, lifted SUV, right. yep. and he had he had it cut off his car twice in our lot. God. His dad has a shop. Yeah. So luckily, you know, great deal. You know, gets Paint, it. So the first apart. one yeah. got it in no problem, but then the next one happened. It was like pre it was very peak post pandemic well yeah. i guess we're still not post you know full out of it when the things finally kind of get back to life so there's just no supply so we had to get like an aftermarket converter yeah which you know like typically you can get those for like you used to be able to get those for a couple hundred bucks plus the labor but now it's the aftermarket it's like a it costs like i think the first one probably only cost a couple hundred bucks we paid as our the employer we paid for the second one because we're like well shit you know we yeah. paid for it. It was like twelve hundred, thirteen hundred dollars for right. for it. So I'm I'm definitely afraid of that. But I need the car this weekend, so I'm going to take it in on Monday. But I'm going to call him tomorrow and let him know that unfortunately <laughs> I'm going to have to do it because I've tried a few times. Like I, I look for ways to cheat it online, and they're like, "Well, you could try using premium gas, and sometimes it burns cleaner, so you can get it through." And it's just it, nothing I try is working. I've tried clearing the code a few times and see if it'll pop back up, and every time it pops back up, I'll give it a shot one last time this weekend. Sure, I'm make a trip out. Uh, kind of midway through mass we're gonna be driving about two hours each way this weekend so i'm hoping that maybe if i get enough high mileage uh enough miles at high speeds i can get it to burn cleaner and be quicker so and clear but i've had a check engine light on for almost two years right and like they said i would totally just be driving it'd be fine but in rhode island you cannot like it's so stupid but yeah that's that's my my specific vehicle had, has had a recall for the O2 sensor, and I still haven't gotten that taken care of. That And um, honestly, that's what I'm hoping it is. I'm hoping it's just an O2 sensor because that is one of the possibilities for the code I have specifically. Mm. But I'm not going to get my hopes up on that because that's like a $30 fix versus a $2,000 fix. So it's like right. with my luck, it's right. going to be the worst one. But I would right. love for it to be a surprise. Like, hey, it's just an O2 sensor. Yeah. Yes. Like At some point, I'm going to have to go in and like um, – so you know, I've, this car, we've had it. Uh, let's see, Aiden's. We've probably had it around five, four or five, four, somewhere between four and five years. The one mm-hmm. I'm driving now, 168,000 miles on there. So, you know, getting up there, but, you know, I can probably still get a couple years out of this yet, right. but it's definitely got some issues. Sure. So at some point, I think when we've got a few things, got some extra money on our hand, we're probably just going to go. I'm going to take it in, like, give it a once over, let me know what needs to get done. And then we kind of say, do Decide we if you're going to fix it or run a couple to the ground to get this fixed up to get us by, or is it better to reinvest that? Especially like, you know, we've we've been paying like for once. The, you know that I'm, t- I'm getting a win on the escrow. Going to have a couple of extra hundred dollars in my pocket that we're used to spending. I think we're going to take that money hopefully and roll it into paying off our our debt consolidation loan. And when that's paid off, that's a car payment right there that sure. we're already used to paying. So like worst case. It's not hurting you to do the same I don't want to have two car payments, but we could very well, our budget would already be used to that. Um, 
But I don't know. Like mine, I don't think the one time I took in for an oil change, people thought it like, I think I got like a head gasket issue. Hmm. I don't think I do. Um, because I've never had any issues. I've never had any smoking. I've never had any overheating, but I, what I do have is I'll have like this milky residue underneath my gas cap, hmm. okay. which could be, yes, it could be coolant leaking into the oil manifold. Yes. Leaking through the, you know, the, the manifold of the, of the engine, but it also, you could have some water. There's a yeah variety of things, but I mean, it's been there. I think it, it's, it's a little worse now, but it's been like that. I, as long as I can remember with that car. Right. So, I mean, um, you've gotten, so I, so I don't, fine. Yeah. yeah, I don't think it's a, the head gasket leaking. I've had that before. And I, I've driven this, like my wife, I've driven it on the highway. The one day I took my son, drove that car to my mom's house and back, which is like a good hour, you know, driving 30 minutes on the highway, which right. I, you know, for me driving to work, I usually, the fastest I go is at some point I can hit 50, you yeah. know, that that's about it. Um, but drove on the highway temperature, never got, outside of normal. So I really yeah. don't think it's a, a and if you don't have to fill issue. the coolant that often too, cause you'd be, if it was actually going in, you'd be, have to refill your coolant all the time too. So, right. So not sure. Hmm. Not sure. Cars, man. You never know. I still don't know what that was. Remember that day I talked, I was like, Oh my God, there's, there's yes. green liquid. On there. I still don't know what that, was. Know what that was. No idea. Damn. But, ah, uh, I like, that's my problem too. Anything little thing goes wrong. I'm like, Oh God, Oh, we're going to have to sell the house. Yes. We got to uh, sell the house. We're, we're done. I don't know how we're going to, you know, I traded all my game consoles to get some money. Yeah, yeah. Go, yeah. go to instant panic, man. It's just a weird, weird place to be. But, um, yeah, you know, um, I, oddly enough, my wife's been talking about like, she thinks now, like, especially next year when Aiden starts going to the, a different school and school full time, she's like, I'd be interested. She's be interested in working for the school district. Like, especially if she could get a job, like in his building, because then yeah. same schedule work a perfect because she's going to have to take him to school anyway. But if they right. had the same schedule, he'd go with her. And um, I guess she said something to his teacher today and she was like, oh, wow. Yeah. And she's like, I'll say something. I'll keep my ears open. I'll say something to the, you know, the, the principal or head of schools or whatever. And I was like, I'm thinking, all right, let's go double income. Let's let's keep it. Stay here. Let's do it. And well, I mean, I don't know how it is in your area, but like in our area, I mean, the pay is not great for me that works for the school department, but the benefits are great. Like health benefits for life, like that kind of thing. Yeah. So like that, that part works out well. Yeah, I'd love better. Like our, my benefits, it's it's so it sucks too because I'm like you know one of the plan administrators. So like I know the ins and outs of our of right. our plans, and yeah. it's like it's okay. I, but I mean, you're just gonna get. I feel like no matter what you have, you're getting dicked here. In, oh yeah, in, 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 with health plans now. Um, you know, two job. My previous job. You know, pay wasn't great. Um, I don't know how it would break down, but I also, um, you know, they completely covered our insurance plans. So, I mean, that was kind of nice. You know, they yeah. covered all of my premiums. So, I like, how much was I saving? You know, you're saving probably a couple hundred dollars a paycheck on yeah, that. Absolutely. So, I mean, you know, what I'm saving, what's, you know, roughly $400 a month. I mean, that's almost like, what is, that's probably close to 10K a year, right? I don't, you know, so, I mean, I still took a pay cut to work there, but I mean, let's say you got a deal like that, you know, you're, Oh yeah. I just feel like your health coverage just sucks, you know? Right. So yeah. What are you gonna do? Guess I'll die. <laughs> the, the old guy meme. Yeah. Oh, guess I'll die. Guess I'll die. Oh, you can't do that either. I mean, that's super expensive. That is so. true. Well, I mean, well, you see, that's the one benefit I don't have to pay for through work is the life insurance plan. <sighs> so I have that paid for. So, I mean, 
My wife you want my wife to drive you around in a hearse? She's got experience. <laughs> That's true. She can take you to your final resting place. Uh, what's the mileage we'll just, on those uh, hearses? That'd be probably pretty bad though to drive all the way out here. We'll just uh, open the back, floor it in reverse real quick, slam on the brakes. You'll just slide right on out and <laughs> call it a day. Oh boy, Jason. Uh, I'm going to talk about games. Sure. Let's talk about some fun stuff, man. I mean, you played some games too. Or you know, game. I finally did. The, you know, first off, let's um, kind of chronologically get to that point. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, I, I yeah, kind of want, you know, I feel like I hit that gaming slump again. And, um, you know, I had been enjoying uh, Chain chain Decos. It just got into a kind of a weird spot where, you know, wasn't sure where I'm going, kind of hit a little snag and I kind of stepped away from it a little bit and. There's been that allure to go back to Xenoblade, but it's just such a big undertaking, and it's like just this massive game. Um, so that's been that's been hard to keep me away. And then um, oddly, one night I had um, I don't remember which it was like some random night last week. I had an opportunity, and I was like, I guess I'm going to play Sports Story. I I literally played Sports oh. Story for like an hour and got through like a chapter in that, and then I was like, hmm. I don't know what it is with that game too. I don't know if I'm just like, is it the the general backlash and I'm just buying into that, or is it just really just not as good as the first game? You know, is it just trying to like? I definitely agree with the what other people said that like they, they that game had feature scope or feature creep, and then you know they're like, well, let's add this and yeah, this, I don't know and, why and, that, that and the end product really suffered from that, but I just know what it is, and I feel bad because I like want to experience it, and I don't like just not playing something, but also I'm like, I don't know if I need to play that. Is it running okay for you? Like, has there been any patches or anything? Because I haven't. Yeah, I mean, I haven't noticed any performance options. Okay, I mean, excuse me, any performance issues. Yeah, uh, but I just I don't know. I just don't want to play it. So mm-hmm. what I've so I hadn't been, hadn't really been playing things and I've been reading like crazy. I've, I, I finished, and, you know, at the time of this recording, we're in midway through February. I've read six books wow. already, um, this year. And, you know, um, I guess, you know, a, a bit to talk about here, but I mean, um, stranger in the woods. I, I think I talked about that one. I don't know if I got to, um, and Kevin, I, you might be more familiar with this just because the geographical location, I had no idea about this story. couldn't quite remember it. And it's about a man that, um, in Maine was living on his own in the woods since he was, uh, 20 years old. Oh yeah. Um, he was like the, I can't remember whatever the Lake Hermit. And so he was living in, in, in this private property. He had this campsite that he was living there, living off the land and he would go in and he was breaking into, that's the only thing where I'm like, eh, but he, yeah, he was breaking into the cabins of the surrounding area, just taking what he needed, nothing of value, and then, you know, sustaining himself that way. And then they finally caught him, like, was it like 2013? Something, something like, like that, that, yeah. Um, and so just a crazy, crazy wild story, but it was really, um, really interesting tale to learn about. And then, um, yeah, 27 years he was 27 hermit. Okay. Yeah, I mean, he started when he was 20, but 27. Yeah, just in, just crazy. Um, and then I read another book right after that. My wife, oddly, oddly enough, too, my, my wife has been um, selecting my books for me and it has been a mix of um, kind of getting me back into fiction, which I kind of had strayed away from for a long time. And this next book was called Upgrade. And, you know, forgive me, I'm not um, 
know, stating the authors here, but this very much gave me vibes from, I don't know why I, I kind of got altered carbon vibes from it a little bit, but it was like that. Um, it wasn't really too much in the future, but um, it had a lot of, to do with like genome editing and CRISPR and being able to um, make a, make a, more high performance human being through gene editing. And so in this, the story that's like, that's banned, but you know, on the black market, stuff like that's going on. And so yeah. it's kind of like part spy thriller part, um, whodunit. And it was kind of an interesting little mashup and it was, it was a fast read and I'm going to stop there, let you jump in, but then I'm going to come back with probably one of the best books I've read, um, in quite some time. Oh, see, you're, you're letting me see stupid stuff and you got good stuff coming well up. i can't i can't help it your house is haunted right now and you've got like people living in your walls i think i figured it out we have like uh so for anybody obviously you can't see what we're talking about i kept hearing a humming i'm trying to figure out what it was i think it was we have one of those um air not purifiers uh i don't know what it's called but something that does something to the air. And I think it was humming, but I couldn't catch it. Like every time I lifted my headset off, it would stop. <laughs> it so, so I did the one ear thing and then I heard it. I was like, all right, that, it's coming from there. So I just turned it off. So hopefully that fixes that. I'll <laughs> stop looking around like a weirdo. Um, all right. So yeah, stuff I've been doing uh, real quick. I wrapped up and I, I beat Kirby in the Forgotten Lands. I don't know why it took me so long to do. I just kept forgetting about the game. Um, but it is a really good game. Like it is a great Kirby game. I don't know what it is, but they keep making fantastic ones. So the last one was that planet Robotron, the 3ds one. I think was the last one before that Robobot Robobot. Love that one. And then I love this one. I was like, what the heck is going on? I never really liked Kirby. I've always played them. Never really liked that weird uh, free multiplayer one. They released on switch. Oh yeah. yeah. I didn't play that on clash or something like that, but yeah. So I played that. I I beat forgotten lands, enjoyed it. Thought it was a good story. There's a lot still. There is a post game even to, to keep going afterwards for more stuff. Um, And then they had that Nintendo direct and they put up the, uh, demo for return to dreamland remaster whatever it is mm. and I've, I've been playing the demo for that too like i've been on a, just a weird kirby kick it's a lot of fun um but a great switch game for anybody interested if you haven't already You're done making it. bobby roll it's over in his grave somewhere i know i know Man. sorry that's i don't like kirby normally i really don't but lately the last couple of games have been bangers what can i say um let's do let's do a movie and then i'll, I'll give it back to you so i finally got around to seeing wakanda forever Ooh, because uh, it hit Disney Plus um, because I just never made it to theaters to see it. Not because I was like, that's not worthy of a theater experience. I like seeing the Marvel stuff mm-hmm. in theaters. It just kind of like it just didn't work out time wise when it was released in the holidays and whatnot. Um, I was very disappointed, Jason. Ooh, I so I was a big fan of Black Panther. The first movie I thought it was great. Uh, it was rich in, in the culture and it was a great yeah it was, character. A fan, it, was it was a very much a statement movie i yes. feel like so i was i was hoping we get the same thing from this and and by all means it might have been a totally different thing if chadwick hadn't you know passed away unfortunately maybe they had different plans but well obviously they had different plans because they would have passed the mantle on because they had to you know um but part of the movie felt like it was a tribute to chadwick and, and the black panther character which was which was fine I get that. Like you're going to honor his memory and, and stuff like that. But the weird thing to not give it away, because you may see it eventually, um, is that the conflict throughout the movie, you're introduced to uh, Namor, 
who's basically Marvel's version of Aquaman to make to dumb it down. Really, he's really not. But that's the easy way for people to get it. Like he lives under the water with a secret race of people, you know, as the easiest transition. Um, And nobody knows his people exist. Uh, And it turns out that they also have vibranium, which was the whole point of like Wakanda staying secret. There's vibranium in the ocean, but somebody accidentally discovers it. So now he goes on like this quest to stop anybody from finding out he exists. And he basically goes to war with Wakanda. Long story short, there's no resolution in the movie. And it's kind of a moment of like, oh, I see where you're coming from. Let's be buddies. Fist bump. End credits. And I was like, what was that? It just you introduce a, a villain who's not really a villain in the comics is like an anti-hero kind of thing. Um, so he kind of walks that, you know, that line a yeah. little bit, but it's just very weird to, to have the protagonist of the movie, not really be a protagonist. And then at the end, you're like, all right, cool. And you're like, well, why did I just spend two and a half hours watching? It's like nothing in the end, nothing happened. That's kind of really where I'm, what I'm getting at. It's like to not spoil it. It's like, it was all for naught. Like it made no point. Um, it felt more like it was an, an opportunity to say, we no longer have Chadwick. So somebody else has got to be Black Panther. We're introducing the Ironheart character because she's getting her own TV series. So we have to introduce her. And that seemed to be the whole point of the movie. And I was mm-hmm. really let down. Like the culture, the people, the characters, a lot of that was stripped down. And it just didn't feel as genuine as the first movie did. Um, so Marvel for me, unfortunately, movie wise, has been a bust lately because Thor um, Love and Thunder. I hated that one. I didn't even finish it. And this one was bad, too. So I'm hoping you know, Ant-Man Quantumania that's tomorrow. Uh, I don't know when I'll get around to see that. I'm, I'm hoping it turns it. The TV shows I've liked, but the movies have been bad lately. Yeah, I mean, I kind of I didn't finish like I just said, I didn't finish Love and Thunder. I don't know if I don't feel compelled to even go back to it. No. I haven't watched. I mean, Eternals is, is what it is. I didn't even watch that one either. I, I mean, I haven't watched any of the Spider-Man. I haven't watched uh, Doctor Strange. I haven't watched. Um, what is the other one of the newer ones that just came out? Uh, am I missing one besides Doctor Wakanda Strange, Forever? Spider-Man. Now the the Ant-Man's the next one. I think it was Love and Thunder was the last one that came out. And now this one. Before now, Wakanda. And then Wakanda yeah. kind of forever. And yep. like, yeah, I kind of want the same thing. I want to watch that just because of what the first film mm-hmm. kind of, you know, was kind of hit those heights of hit. Yeah. Um, and and I, based on what I had seen from Quantumania, I was like, oh, this looks pretty cool. Pretty interesting. Right. Um, you know, I do audience scores, Rotten Tomatoes, take that for a grain of salt. Not. No, it's not the second gr- lowest Rotten Tomato mm, score in Marvel history. Not great. And I'm like, you know, what's 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 going on here? Is it just too? Have we just hit saturation? You know, like there's there's just so much there. And like the problem I even have now, too, on the TV shows, I, I've just been buried there. Like never watched. You know, I haven't watched Hawkeye. Haven't watched. um Oh gosh, the one with uh, the guy from Star Wars, uh, Night uh, Moon Knight. Haven't oh, Moon Knight. Yeah, haven't watched. Um, I feel like there's uh, She Hulk. Yep. Still didn't get that, but I did watch. You know, uh, was it? It's WandaVision, Falcon and Winter Soldier, Loki. Falcon, watch Loki. Has that been 
There oh, was uh, Miss Marvel. Oh, you Miss Marvel, and then what if the the animated one? But I didn't yeah, watch a couple episodes of those. But I'm just like, it's just it's a lot to invest into, and like, I just don't. I remember, you know, I was thinking about this preparing for the show, and I like remember going to Thor. I remember First Avenger. I remember like all those move, you know, back when the movie experience. I for me, like the movie movies movie experience isn't a movie experience anymore. Like I just yeah. don't have. It takes a lot, like. Mario, we're going to that theater. And it's sure. pretty awesome. Yeah, like, yeah. That's like the next movie where I'm like, let's fucking go. Like, yeah. I'm so excited for that movie. Um, but like the Marvel stuff just doesn't move the needle for me anymore. Mm-hmm. I don't know why that is. Like, I used to be really excited for them and what they were into. And I feel like for me, after we finally we built we built so much and then we had the big end game, you know, and literally <laughs> for me, that was kind of like, OK. And I just haven't jumped in with what's I I do. I will say that I'm interested in probably seeing the Guardians journey. Yes, the Guardians of the Galaxy. That looks pretty good. Like I'm I, like, I, even though it's it, I don't know. I don't know. I, Chris Pratt's kind of a loony. But, um, you know, I, I, I just like that. What's been going on there. And I, I like what we've seen from that. Um, But otherwise, yeah, man, it's just huh. Yeah, Kevin Feige has come out recently. He's been doing a lot of interviews this past week or two, and he he said himself that this whole Phase Four and Phase Five, you know, post Avengers Endgame, it's been the the issues that they've been running into is hey, we have to introduce a whole new set of heroes because all the heroes yeah. are gone or, or going away. Uh, this is the last Guardians movie, you know, stuff like that. Thor, I think uh, he, he said himself like he maybe one more movie he's got in him left to do, and then he says he'd like for that character to you know, retire, go away, have his ending, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're kind of rebuilding that. But he said himself too, the the TV shows were coming out way too fast. And he feels that was a mistake because he didn't give the characters time to shine. Because like once one show ended for a while, another show was starting a week or two later. So like Moon Knight, mm-hmm. She-Hulk, yeah. Hawkeye, like it was like, bam, 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 bam. So it never yeah. gave people the time to connect or really appreciate those characters, which I can see. I can get yeah. that they were spread out a little bit more. I totally would understand that. Like the movies just have been bad. Like I don't I don't know what the deals with yeah. that. But I feel like with the shows too, like what has hurt a little bit is like we haven't gotten I, I, maybe, you know, probably She Hulk I, I, I can't speak of yet because I haven't seen it, but like like Loki was great and I like I liked one like I I've liked what we've seen so far from those, but like nothing has quite resonated with me as much, oddly. Like those first Netflix series, yeah. Like the first first run first season of Daredevil. Where you getting first that? Season, like you're getting Daredevil like, back soon. I'm getting so. Daredevil back, but that was just like wow, like a character that I just wasn't into as a kid, but yeah. I really appreciated and enjoyed. One hundred percent. Same thing, Jessica Jones. Jessica Jones, Luke Cage. No, knew nothing about mm-hmm. her and enjoyed that. And then yeah, Luke Cage too. N- had no familiarity with really Luke Cage and I enjoyed all of those stories. Yeah. Um, tried, tried. To enjoy Iron Fist, <laughs> Iron Fist, but that was like a weird time. We newborn son, we were tired. We did watch it all, you it know. And I, I didn't mind. Defenders it, was better. He was he was better in Defenders than he was. This one that great, but like it hasn't quite hit like for that for me yet. But yeah. I, I like I think that you know there's those opportunities to just to do those sort of things. And I think same thing that we've seen with you know Star Wars do that same thing yeah. where cinem- in the cinematic world not hasn't Not-very done good. so great. Yeah, but. Uh, television it's kind of found you know a new life and i think a new, a new journey there and yeah. um 
maybe that's you know that might be I the future. Know. I don't know. Like I'm, I'm fine with getting a, a, a you know six to eight hour movie when you look at it that way in a, in a miniseries. Yeah. Yeah. I'm fine with that. If that's the future, that's fine. The 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 production value that Disney, Lucasfilms, and Marvel has done, they've put in a high production value in these things, so it feels like a movie. I don't feel like I'm getting less special effects. Like they, they're doing it. Yeah. Um, and if they yeah. keep that bar as high as they've been doing, I'm fine with that. If they want to tell a longer form story in that format, I'm fine with that. Like do it. I get it. Like that's fine. But I know you, they, they have a harder time making money off that because there's no ticket sales. Um, right. And then merchandising, they don't really focus on that unless there's a movie. Right. So it's like, it's harder for them mm-hmm. to do that stuff. There was no moon Knight toys. There's no she Hulk toys to, to promote right. a movie, you know, right. And when they make that crossover, maybe they'll do it like the Marvels this year as well. So you're getting Miss Marvel will be in a movie then. So maybe there'll be more merchandise then for that. But it's like she's already had her own show, but yet people don't know or care to know, I guess. Yeah. But I wonder, like, you know, yeah, like I said, is it critical mass? You know, at some point, you know, you're going to keep bringing in some more obscure characters that people aren't familiar with. What I feel like um, I definitely am excited for, you know, Deadpool. Yeah. Uh, even though I still haven't seen the second film, just because you're getting Hugh Jackman back as Logan, which we never thought we'd see again, mm, nope. and probably his final appearance as that yeah. character. Um, but what I think would probably really, and I don't know how it could work with the licensing, what would probably spark interest in, I would say, in hero movies again, at least for me, if we could bring it, bring it back and do it right, X-Men. Oh, they are. That's in the plans. But that's like two or three years out because so when Disney bought Fox, they got the rights back to all the X-Men and the term mutant. Yeah. So on the TV shows and the movies, they started. I mean, that's the next word. Mutant. That's the next one of the next big thing I'm looking forward to is like the the X-Men that new the new X-Men animated series that we're getting on Disney Plus to throw back to the 90s. So, yeah, they they will. They they said 100 percent they're doing it. And this might be like the first introductions by having Hugh Jackman there. But like he won't play Wolverine in the the movies when they get to that. Right. But it'll be a multiverse thing where it's like, oh, that's not the same Wolverine. But uh, yeah, they said it's definitely coming, but it's years down the line. So like they're going through what they got now. And eventually Fantastic Four will come back into the picture. And then X-Men is after that. So it's it's in his roadmap. He plans things out like four or five years in advance. So he he's already confirmed that that's coming. It's just not not time yet. Yeah. I wish they, they could work it out, too. Like if we could get the Spider-Man movies. Like I really wish the they would, too. Would, would be a way to watch all and of those Marvel so stuff in one good. destination. They're so good. Like, so. so you haven't seen any of them? Any of the new ones? I Dude, haven't seen so I haven't good. seen a spider. I don't think I ever actually even people would say don't. I haven't. I don't. I never saw Spider-Man three start to finish. Oh, you're fine. The Tobey Maguire okay. Spider-Man three. That's all right. So I, that was the last. I never watched any of the Andrew Garfield. Andrew Garfield. Wow. Because I just knew, like back then, you know, those the the non, like it, you know, Marvel didn't have ownership quite yet, and, yeah. and, and I think maybe we finally, I think we finally did in the during the Andrew Garfield tier. Um, yeah. Um, but I was like, that's not. I knew right then, like that's like the B tier of yep. a Marvel movie. Yeah, I want to no, see, right. I want to see the A tier, so I didn't ever waste my time yeah. with it. So, but at least the Tom um, Holland ones that Marvel co did. So I mean, like they right. they wrote it and helped produce it and make and make the film. Sony just gets the the money for it. Um, but dude, those those movies are great. Tom Holland is fantastic. Um, I mean, I, I, especially the last I, I one just, was really good too. I just got to make a, a you know kind of a commitment, like you know, like the stuff I I truly want to watch. I find a way, like Station Eleven. I I got through that, which was great. Um, you know, the boys, I've watched all those seasons yeah. and I've really, yeah. really loved that show. Um, and clearly like, you know, I'm watching, 
um, you know, the Star Wars, you know, Star Wars stuff mm-hmm. when that comes on, like watching Andor, I'm going to be watching Mandalorian and yeah. we're watching Last of Us. So I'm finding ways to watch the things I want to watch. So just need to maybe pull the trigger on some more yeah. of this Marvel stuff and, yeah. and, and check it out. It's um, worth it. It's still good. But yeah, the movies have just been disappointing. But then when you look at it, it's like the shows have been okay, which I'm spending more time watching the shows than I am the movies. Right. So I'm right. like, well, I, okay. If I end up getting one stink to one, two and a half hour stinker, I, it's be, it's good because I got like 30 hours of what I consider good content. So yeah. yeah. Anyway. So now not for you to tease, bring, bring before back. I go back to the books. So I will say not that I have any desire to see this because I, I don't, you know, DC, I just historically stay away from. Um, and I really have, I don't know what to make of Ezra Miller, uh, but boy, I, we want to talk about fan service. Like how fucking cool is it though? Seeing Michael Keaton in the suit as Batman and just, I mean, it is, it is, but I'm like, so against this movie, even after watching the trailer, I'm like, just well, it just feels good. It's just it like, feels the very much like st- ripping off the multiverse. It, like, I know this movie has been planned for a long time. It was oh, yeah, like yeah. trying to get made from a long time. And clearly Marvel was already doing the multiverse stuff. So, you know, in, in these in yes, both both uh, universes have that those similar yeah. type of things. Um, but I mean, I would probably Kevin just give me a whole movie with Michael Keaton back as the Tim Burton Batman. That's what I'd rather have. I'd rather have that, or I'd rather have a Batman Beyond where he plays the old man Bruce Mm, and he's the mentor. Like that's that's what fans have said they wanted. So Ezra Miller, he's a piece of garbage despite all that stuff. Like on the side, I just can't believe you can still even make. You know, I understand that movie's already been filmed, but I can't. Like I think haven't they said? Didn't. uh, Who's the new guy that's in charge of DC? James Gunn. Yeah, didn't James Gunn say or someone said that they would continue to like bring like he well, would they still get s- be in the well no they said his this movie coming out is going to help reset their universe so like the repercussions of this movie will help allow them to to have a new superman yeah. and a new wonder woman because it does like whatever happens in this movie screws everything yeah. up yeah he's a, but he's a he's just a scummy he's a, he's a piece of trash being. i don't understand how he's even not in jail but whatever all things aside, so the Flashpoint Paradox is what this movie's based on. So it's a, it's an old story, just like Civil War was an old story. Like, I, that's fine. Like, sure. I get there doing the comics. My problem is, is the Flash TV show has already done yeah. the storyline. That's what I read. Yeah. DC Animated has already done this story, I think, twice. We've seen this story over and over again. Like, there's a, such a rich history of great stories in the DC universe. You don't need to do this one especially with this guy. But I, like you said, it's already done. It's already filmed, but yet you threw away the Batgirl movie with Brendan Fraser as right. the villain. And you're still moving forward with this one where guess what? Nobody was a slime ball in the, in the Batgirl right. movie. I, I don't understand that mentality. And that's kind of what drives me nuts. But I, I, from what I'm hearing, what I'm seeing, like Ezra Miller's done after us. Like they're not the poster for that. the movie. Doesn't even show his face. It's him standing <laughs> sideways. Like you don't see him. Like they're trying so hard not to put his face front and center. And I guarantee you, he won't be doing, I don't see him doing a lot of press for this movie. It's going to be the other people. Like they're not. not Was there a reason to why? Like, because it seems like everyone was happy with the Flash's television actor. Yeah. Like it's the reason they just they just never used it. Everyone's saying all along, like the Flash just should have been the Flash. And if they ever use Green Arrow, use Stephen Stephen Mel from the from the TV show as well because he he was a fantastic Green Arrow. Like they were perfect casting. They were the right kind of character. They just didn't do it. Like I don't I don't know why, but. Yeah, I, I would have much preferred him, uh, Grant Gustin, I think that's how you say his last name, to be the Flash, but 
Hmm. That show's ending. They're on their final season now. That show too. Like that's done. Hmm. All right. Well, but, there you yeah. go. Yeah. Um, yeah, Kevin, this, uh, you know, I've read, I've read a lot of, uh, yeah, I've read a lot of horror over the, a lot of Stephen King, you know, uh, historically, sure. but this besides, you know, yes, some of his stuff, this book is probably, I, I, I could probably go on record saying this is definitely in the past, you know, a couple, probably the past decade, but potentially my, my favorite horror novel I've read of all time. Um, just, Ooh. uh, fantastic book um i I don't even remember how i i think i stumbled across it from goodreads and it was recommended based on my my previous books um it's by nick cutter which that's his pen name um it's called the troop and i'm surprised it's it you know if you look at its scores it's only got uh like a 3.8 3.4 3.75 91 uh google users liked it um set in the present day uh nova scotia uh, I believe area of, of Canada um, authors um, Canadian as well. And it's about a, a boy scout troop. Uh, f- was it four, four boys and their scout master um, on this, they're on this Island, this overnight or like a weekend trip on this Island. There's a cabin and that's the whole thing. It's like this, they do it every year. They're supposed to go there. So they're there off the mainland. They don't have phones. They don't have a boat. You know, someone's going to come back and pick them up at the end of the weekend. Sure. And what they like, the, what they phrase call him is the hungry man shows up <laughs> and that's where it just, everything goes to shit. Um, it's part, um, body horror part psychological. Think if you could kind of mash up a little bit of like the thing with thinner with Carrie and maybe with, uh, Mm, I don't know. That's why I throw it in there, but very like there's like All an illness. That's, <laughs> yeah. There's like an illness is spreading. Who's sick? Who isn't? What are we going to do? How are we going to survive? Um, and so, you know, these, these are the, like 14 year olds. Yeah. So, and you watch them as, are they going to band together? Are they going to turn on one another? And you know, if you're not, a, if you don't want to handle like body, like, some grotesque things happening to the human body. Don't, you know, steer clear from this book, but like, it's just, it wasn't, I mean, I read it in like three days, two days, something like that. It's only like 300 and something pages, uh, quick read, but like concise story, well-written, just like, could not put it down. I love some of the reviews he f- I saw in Goodreads, like Stephen King, you know, has a, has a good endorsement on it, but like one of the, one of the top reviews on Goodreads was fuck this book for, you know, four <laughs> stars, you know, but, um, just like really compelling and just like a cool kind of idea. I like how it's, um, I, I don't, I don't want to give away too much here, but like, um, you know, it's, a uh, um, an illness that's, you know, was created in a lab, you know, that'll hit kind of close to home. But I mean, uh, with, with current times, cause clearly COVID was, in, was, a, you know, a lab released, uh, you know, yeah chemical agent right yeah I mean, the official the official description says a uh, novel follows a troop of boy scouts who must deal with not only the threats posed by killer tapeworms so i'm imagining i'm guessing that's what you're talking about um but also the homicidal and sociopathic tendencies of one of their own yeah yeah it won it won an award it won the first uh james herbert award for horror writing when it came out in 2014 yeah, so. yeah 2014 i never heard of it um yeah. just yeah, fantastic book. Just really enjoyed it. And it's just 
Um, yeah, just like very much, very much Stephen King vibes. Like just reminds me a lot of that. And just the, like, yeah, the thing, yeah, they got to survive this, this illness that's, that's killing people or, and then what it does as, you know, uh, like anything in the situation when, when you're free from society and free from when no one's looking, what are, what do people do, you know, and how would you react? And, um, very, very interesting twists and turns. And it was just like, yeah, I couldn't, could, I had to like, I definitely got through the book I was reading before quicker than I would. Cause I wanted to read this. And then I just plowed through it. It was, it was awesome. So in uh, um, August, 2019, uh, the film rights were optioned out. I had a feeling that would probably happen at some point. Noah Gardner and Aiden Fitzgerald and picked as the film screenwriters, but there's no other information probably because COVID-19 happened. So, uh, but it's Atomic Monster, who is a production company uh, that produced films in the Conjuring universe. Uh, okay. Lights Out, Megan, which just came out, Mortal mm. Kombat. So it's a it's a decent um, studio. Yeah, they did Annabelle, Conjuring Two, The Nun, all that kind of stuff. The new Mortal Kombat, so twenty twenty one's a Mortal Kombat. So that, that decent okay. one, if you saw that one. Um. Yeah, so I mean they have a good history if they if if they make the movie, but they option the rights to it. So, but they have a good uh, track record for horror films, at least. So, yeah, yeah, it'd be a fantastic book. So I can't uh, can't recommend it enough. And you you might I have definitely... convinced me to read a book, Jason. Well, so. after it was done, like usually I can just go like this one. After it was done, I like I had to like. I needed to get in that happy place. Like I needed to get I had to away go hug from your it. Son. Like I just felt very much in a like a little disturbed, you know, dark, you know, I had to get away from, I couldn't read it. Like went to some comics for a little bit to kind mm-hmm. of like the next book I read about. This was a graphic novel about monarch butterflies. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I mean, so Take needed, me to my happy needed place. Some, I needed some eye bleach and kind of did a full reset there on that. Cause it was like, yeah, it was a bit heavy, a bit weighing on me after that. But so speaking of eye bleach, um, I want to hear about Velma. Cause I see that on your list. I'm dying to hear what you say. Cause I've heard nothing but absolutely horrible things, you know? So like I didn't, um was intrigued by it um it was my wife actually that was like oh let's watch this and you know something that kind of junk tv to watch you know sure. 30 minutes animated sure. it kind of falls into the pitfalls that a lot of adult animation has is let's just throw in a lot of excessive swearing and um for just because we can um you know there's no there's no nudity or anything like that in it but it's just but you know and there's got some it's got some okay okay jokes but i guess i'm not being too i'm not overly critical on it okay you know i you know i'm I'm not sure if i'm a huge fan of mini Callian or not i definitely could see i've I've read a little bit about it and like why some people are like or it might have popped up on one of my my feeds it was like talking it was just something that an article that was like critical of her her She'd like of her stereotypical um representations of like indian yeah. uh people that she does in her um in her comedy and like mm-hmm. how very much it's just a very similar um material so you know i wasn't it's been it's been entertaining i guess for us because it's just like it's a popcorn show okay. for us right like like i i know a lot of people are like very much on the well this isn't scooby-doo and this and that and it's like well it's not really trying to do that but i i I kind of appreciate taking these characters that i've known 
my entire life and yeah. trying to do something different with that. Yeah. You can, you can definitely make the argument like I'm sure people have, it's like, Oh, it's just, it's so woke. And yeah, because yes, there's, there's uh homosexuality depicted and we've got, you know, you know, different, re- you know, uh, ethnicities represented of these characters. And, and I'm sure people are, are up in arms about that. Yeah, like, yeah. Well, fucking deal with it. You know, it, I, I don't know, man. It, like I, Overall, is it the greatest show? No, but has it been fun for us to watch? Yeah, because like, I I don't think I could ever. My wife would really watch. It's not like she's gonna watch. Not that I have either, but she's not. She's not gonna watch Bob's Burgers or you <laughs> know, like all these other typical like adult animated shows, right? So it's been fun to like watch something of that medium with her and to have her us both enjoy it. And I, I did hear that it's. I think it's. And I don't know if it's been renewed, but at least they're exploring the season two already for it, even though it's been much, you know, yeah. Even though it's been much maligned. So, um, it's the lowest rated animated series ever on IMDb with a 1.3, 1.3. Here's the thing though. I wonder how much of that is actually derived from the material and how much is that? Is it just being targeted at this point? Is it getting review bombed? You know? Yeah, but it's, it's IMDb. So they don't, can anybody yeah, but I, you, I guess I don't know if you can, but I bet you people could still probably have a real agenda with how they're, you know, how scathing they want to be. Well, yeah, it's like it, it's definitely it. It, it kind of reminds me if you kind of took Daria a little bit and then didn't make it as um, smart and then just made it vulgar for no reason and just like let's put some <laughs> random sex jokes in there i you know i, I don't now know you just make me want to watch daria <laughs> i mean wasn't that supposed to have like another i thought wasn't it, that supposed to get, yeah clone high i think is getting rebooted really yeah i think they're bringing undergrads has got the movie coming out i'm pretty king sure of the hills high is, back. king of the hills yeah king back. of the hills getting back i think um i'm pretty sure clone high is coming back um I could have swore there was like a Daria. Maybe I, I just saw it. Maybe there's a commercial. Yeah, HBO Max. HBO Max revival. Um, watch. I'll watch that. So I remember way back in the day that that was a thing. Uh, so I don't know. I mean, it's been, it is what it is for us. Like, is it the, it, yeah, I know it's not a great show, but I, it's been, it's been kind of fun and I've it's laughed fine. at it. It's you know, fine. But, it's been uh for us you know it's been a bonding experience and we've had a couple of laughs at it so for for us it's been it's worth um it. a positive yeah it's been a positive experience for us i know it's not the yeah in terms of quality no but yeah. i mean had the subscription i think we're i think we've watched six or seven episodes so i think we're okay. almost through the the season so yeah. it's not bad um I'll go with my last two things. One is going to be super quick because I can't really say much about it, but uh, Hi-Fi Rush. So that was the game that was like stealth released at the Xbox last show they did with Bethesda where Arcane Mm, Studios did this game. So everyone was kind of like, well, this isn't, you know, an Arcane type game at all. But basically you play as a um, cyber not really a cyborg, but you get a prosthetic arm. Your character gets a prosthetic arm and you're in this evil factory that takes people, gives them prosthetics and then basically makes them like slave labor almost. But you were a defect mm. because they screwed something up and your MP3 player ended up in your power supply. Um, and basically you are on your way to try and escape and take down this corporation as this cyber character with pseudo powers, but everything is done to the beat of music in this game. 
So this is that awesome. one everyone's kind of talking about where like, hey, you got to your combos are to the beat of stuff and you're you're more effective. If you're able to time your attacks with the comp with the music. Uh, music, first off, is absolutely great. It has an awesome soundtrack with like real songs. So it's not just all uh, uh, original music. There is some original stuff, but like Black Keys are in there. Nine Inch Nails is in there. The soundtrack's yeah. fantastic. Yeah, it's so good. Um, and I tried this game and I've, I've only played maybe two, three hours of it. Um, so I can't speak too, too much on it. I will say I was hesitant because of the rhythm based combat where I'm like, well, I don't want to have to time it all the time. The good news is you don't have to, uh, no matter when you push the button, your attack will only go on the beat. So if you push it too early, your character will still attack, but he waits for the beat and the music and then he attacks. Mm. You just get bonus points and bonus damage if you do it right. But you don't Got get penalized okay. for not doing it right, which is it's nice for people that aren't super into rhythm games. Exactly. And a little more uh, accessible, right? Right. And because of the combos and the different types of attacks and stuff you can do, it can sometimes get confusing and you lose the beat a little bit. But it's easy to slip back into it because your attack will always happen on the beat. So you don't have to worry about like completely losing your train of thought, like backing up and then going back into battle once the beat, you know, once you're on point. Um, but it's really, really good. But the thing not to bring it down, but people are absolutely raving about this game. saying like, Oh, this is the best game to come out in years and blah, 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 blah. It's, it's a good game. I, I'm not going to poo poo it at all. I think people are more excited about it because it simply was announced. And then it was said, Hey, it's out now. And it was on game pass. Like this was one of those Nintendo releases where they drop a game on you during a direct, but it was on game pass and you knew nothing about this game prior. Like this is just out and it's a good game. But I think that was blinding a few folks there, too, was that like, this is fantastic. Well, it's because you didn't see it going into it. Like, it's more fun not knowing and getting that excitement. You know, it's opening your Christmas present, not knowing what's going to be on the inside. Right. Um, so it's a perfectly fine game. It's a good platformer. It's not I don't see it as being on the level of a platformer like a Mario or a Ratchet and Clank is probably a closer comparison with the gadgets and the technology and stuff. But it's a platformer. You go through the levels. And you have these crazy boss battles. Voice acting is good. Soundtrack is phenomenal. Uh, but it's it's like a solid eight game. I wouldn't say it's a nine or ten, which I've seen some people throw that around. It's a great game. It's just not like the perfection or the standard for a platformer. I think it got a little bit of a bump from folks because of the surprise element. Um, sure. But it was really cool to see, you know, Bethesda do something totally out of their wheelhouse. Right. And do yeah. something totally different that it, it's a breath of fresh air. And it was nice to see. It's nice to play. I'm going to keep playing. I'm not having a bad time. I just think people kind of overhyped it a little bit too much, you know. Sure. I, I got to be a little bit of realist on there. Um, Probably really uh, benefited a bit, too, from being like the blind reveal, too. I think people didn't have a chance to like overanalyze it and, get, you know, get shitty on it. So exactly. Exactly. That was too. It's like it couldn't be review bombed because it came out when it came out. Like it's just out now. It's announced. And here it is. Um, the other thing I can talk about now, really, and again, I won't be able to say anything, I think, for a while is um, X Defiant. So Josh bless you, got into the beta. Um, they're doing a cross-platform online test of this. So this is the Ubisoft, uh, I guess the best way of describing it is Overwatch kind of game. So it's oh, a okay. team-based shooter type Defiant? thing. X-Defiant. X-Defiant. Yes. And you take they take characters from the different franchises that Ubisoft is known for. So like uh, Libertad, which is the um, resistance forces from the new Far Cry. You have DeadSec from Watch Dogs. You have some people from Ghost Recon. You have people from uh, the Division 2. And there's another faction too. But there's like, oh, uh, Splinter Cell people. 
Oh yeah. Okay. So I haven't played it yet. Um, it actually went live tonight. Um, so I haven't had a chance to try it out yet, but I had to sign an NDA to even get in. So I can't talk about it once I do play it, okay. but I am looking forward to this because this seems like a cool concept. I am a Ubisoft fan. I will say, although they get just bad press all the time. I don't understand why. Cause I think they make, they consistently make good games, not great games. They consistently make good games, but yet people don't pull the trigger on. They always wait for that Ubisoft sale and get them stupid cheap. Um, The last game I played of theirs was called Oddballers, which I had to review for and had a hard time because literally, Jason, I couldn't match make with anybody. It's a dodgeball (laughs) game, and so it's a multiplayer-based game, and I could not get matched. couldn't even play with it. It took like a week for me to get a match, and then I just did more stuff like locally. I could play with my kids and my wife um, to play it, and it's just like, man, that, that launch was bumbled right from the start because they didn't market the game they didn't do anything it was kind of like hey here's this thing and it's out now they, they showed a couple trailers early but it wasn't like there's was no hype building it up um i hope this is a little bit different because they're using like all of their biggest names in one kind of game um but yeah like mm-hmm. the libertad people have ways of of healing you with their improv and, and kind of like scrap scrappiness that so they can do stuff watchdogs the dead sec folks will be able to hack your opponent's stuff you know they all they are using their their key features that they're known for right uh but yeah i'll be trying it out this weekend uh josh i know josh is in it so i'm gonna try and match link up and play with him and i think lucas got an invite yeah Yeah. i think lucas got an invite to play as well i don't know if he signed up for it or we'll see yeah cross play and yep i mean i guess like i'm assuming okay so i'm just looking at one of the this was like a like wow, the worldwide the worldwide reveal trailer was way back July of twenty one. Yeah, yeah, it was in like so an E three like, thing. I think they showed it like a while ago. Uh, so I'm just curious. So like, yeah, like kind of like probably kind of like Call of Duty with gunplay. Well, there looks like there's some crazy like a little bit over the top weapons, but I yep. mean at least you know it's not going to be as like arcadey. I was anticipate as like. uh Overwatch, right? You yeah, know? I don't think it's gonna be like that. I just meant more like it's a hero shooter, but it's like yeah, team-based like hero like class that. based shooter. Yes, I mean, huh? Yeah, I mean, I might. I'm I not you know very familiar with the source material, but I do love. Um, I like class based shooters, especially right. when it you know team play. So it, yeah, it might be definitely something in that you know keep my eye on. And I mean, yeah. it's free to play, right? So I mean, yep. I don't know when it's supposed out. to actually come out though. This is like the first testing they've done. So I'm not sure if it's okay. soon to release or this is like, a, hey, we're going to get feedback and then go back to tweaking, you know, not just tweaking, but maybe like making massive changes if people really don't like it. So I'm not sure when, but I'm looking forward to dive in and, and play some, uh, you know, I got to be team dead sec. So. I mean, you got to, right? I got to. Let me see. X Defiant. Now I got to look into it. Let's see. That's funny too, because you can actually. Um, oh, that's like the check-in. Cool. Well, I will uh, I'll deal with that a little bit later. But very cool. Like, um, obviously, I can't. You can't tell me, but hopefully. Well, I mean, I can tell you. I just can't say it on a show. Oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> so hopefully, I'll, I'll tell you hopefully how it is. It's, it's cool. Like, uh, um, probably the last, uh, the last shooter I really got into of any point was uh oh god dirty bomb which was made by splash damage who did my favorite shooter of all time enemy territory and it was very much a spiritual successor to that to you know more of your skill you know skill-based aiming but cl- you know classes and it was just um objective you know objective gameplay and it just never 
didn't quite ever take off, but it was really a real fun game. Really enjoyed that. So always, always interested in these type of things. And just like the whole, um, for me, the battle Royale just isn't, yeah. I've I've been playing a lot of, uh, the call of duty, the, um, not the battle Royale mode, that other servo mode. Yeah. Uh, DMZ. Mm -hmm. Um, I've been enjoying that, but season the new season came out, so they changed the map and everything like that. I haven't played it since they've done that. I accidentally was playing the other day, and instead of closing the game, I hit uninstall, and oh, I just no. and I just haven't gone back to reinstall. I'm like, that's eh, okay. My wife is yeah. playing the new Dreamlight Valley update for Disney anyway, so I'm not gonna get time with the PlayStation. That's it's all right. I mean, I had fun with um, you know, no build mode is good for Fortnite, but yeah. I would be interested if we like and if the deathmatch mode comes to. Uh, or that goes live in uh, Apex. Yeah. Just because like, I think I'm more drawn to the, the nature like the design and like the, mm-hmm. the world of Apex than the other yeah, games. Me too. But I just don't, it's just so, so tough to get the experience with the guns under your belt to get, yes. to feel comfortable with that. Yeah. To like, all the attachments and stuff. It's hard to find out what you need for what that's the only. Yeah. I'm right. So being at something where you could jump in and actually just get used to the gunplay, you know, that would be a, a big benefit. And honestly, I don't think I've, I don't think I've played that game since I upgraded my PC. So probably nice that it, you know, I can actually run it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Um, well, the last thing for me was, you know, much like you, I think, and probably many other people uh, that direct came out and like, wow, very surprising. A lot of things we didn't know were there. And it was just, even the things we did was just like very great to see. Like I, 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 I I will eat crow. I fully expected, fully expected tears of the kingdom to get delayed. I did not (laughs) think that game was coming out in my, Uh, yeah. You know, I, I was ready for it to get pushed back and, They've doubled down with that release date. So, um, you know, and that looked, that looked awesome. I mean, you got your Pikmin game finally. I'm sure you're excited about that. A lot of other cool things in there and then demos, which I haven't checked out for like sea of stars. And not that I'm like, again, like I got really soured and I think a lot of people in the community kind of echoed this for me, like on Octopath and what, how that game kind of played out. But even though I'm not like, over the moon or really interested in Octopath 2, but then you see it in there like, fuck. Yeah. It looks so cool. Like the way they, with that, I don't know what it is about the game, but the way they do that, the, the 3d, 2d stuff squares. I'm like, you know, squares say what they are about what Squaresoft's doing, but that game just looks cool. And then with the combat and how the the models, I'm like, ah, you know? And, um, so maybe, maybe we'll see, but, Metroid Prime Remaster. I, I had know. to jump. I had to jump oh. on that. Like so long, we thought we were going to get like the, at least the trilogy ported, yep. and then out of nowhere, with the shadow drop, the remastered version of Prime, and like I have a long history with you know with the Prime series. I assume not with the Prime series, with just this game because this yeah. was the only one I played, right? Because um, we're the only were were they all released on GameCube originally? Yeah, yeah. So I never, I only ever owned oh, wait, Prime. I think, I think so. And I think what well, for me what happened so back in the day I had had a GameCube and I only ever had I think I had one memory card but you know those quickly fill up run out of space and then I had like a I don't think it was a Mad Cats but it was some you know off brand jumbo size card right three was on Wii so one and two three were was on Wii. three okay. was on Wii sorry um, and my card I had a like a 
critical card failure and it for I had to format the card. Oh. And I was like, I don't know if I, I feel like I was in the 90 percentile with with the uh, with the scanning in that game. And I was right near the end of the game. Right. Ugh. And then I lost all the progress. And at that point, I was like, no, no. And I never played it again. No. You know, so I just could, I couldn't do it. And so I did buy when they released the trilogy on Wii U. I I don't think I bought it. I think I hovered on it and I, I passed on it. Yeah. And I've always been, I, it was like, you know, kind of always felt like a little bit of uh, my gaming shame that I never got to finish it. So now this is like the perfect way because what a fucking great. I mean, I, I don't know if you can really see, say remaster with this. I mean, it's the same, you know, yes, like the, the, the enemies, like the world, everything, the design is still the same, but they've like, for at least in terms of, visuals they've like completely overhauled this thing from you know top to bottom and like it's you see it side by side you're like holy cow like everything's pretty much one-to-one but they just like redid the graphics engines completely oh and then just like with the control scheme it's it feels like it it feels like a modern game you know like it's it just it's awesome like in the original you forget about it in the original game you couldn't do the only way you could do free aiming was like you had to like hold the one of the triggers down, yeah. And then you could then and then Samus would grab the the gun, yeah. you know her. What is she, what does it even call her plasma cannon? Yeah. I guess she would grab that, and you could free look. Otherwise, you couldn't do that. And you had tank controls, yep. Too, you had to, and then I, I think Digital Foundry has a pretty good, you know, breakdown of the control scheme. And you do have those options. You can play like right now. It's standard dual stick first person shooter controls, you know, nice. completely free, free look, everything. And then you can swap it back to the old school if you want. And you can even use uh, gyro for oh, sure. Yeah, yeah, you can use a combination of the old school tank controls, but, with gyro aiming. but um, you know, obviously play with with the, the modern touches and it's great. And I think the only really differences they saw when the, in their breakdown was like in the original game, when you would jump, it would naturally look down a little bit to help with the navigation. Sure. This doesn't do that. Okay. Um, and like there was, there's, they kind of wish there was a little bit more motion Bob to her arm when you're okay. moving yeah, yeah. just to help with that um, movement. But otherwise vastly improved across the board. Um, the lighting looks great. What it's doing there and the environments look fantastic. I mean, it's just crazy. Like what they've done. And I think I've played, I, I just got the Varia suit. What else did I just? I just got another upgrade. What did I get? I think when I stopped, I got the Mario suit, and then I got. Oh, I could have swore I got something. I just went to the second, the second uh, uh, area essentially. You said the, you got the morph the, ball. Morph ball. Yes, that's yeah. what. It, yep. Well, I got the morph ball, and I got the bombs. Something else, but but I'm in like this. I'm in the winter. The you know the snow yep. level yep. Uh, biome or whatever you want to call it in the yeah. game. So. Um, it's just very interesting going back because I haven't played that game since I was like 19 years old, you know. Oh, yeah. So it's it's just very interesting to go back to it, just how differently I play games. And I think at the time, um, I had the original Metroid on NES, but didn't know how to play Metroid. Right? Oh, sure. When I was a right. kid, yeah, yeah. especially I was like what eight, seven, eight years old. I had no idea what I was doing, especially not with that game. Didn't have a Super Nintendo, so like Prime was my first experience with a Metroid game since then, which is kind of funny. And you go back and think about it. I think the first Metroid game then that I actually beat and played through would have been Samus Returns on 3DS. Oh, wow. 
because then I, after that, I went back and, you know, and played, um, you know, I've played since then. Yeah. I've played super Metroid and I've played just about, I've played every Metroid game now since then, yeah. except other M, but um, just crazy. Like I can't imagine even how I played that game. Cause I just like a much more methodical, much more, um, the way I approached things, I don't think I under, did, clearly didn't understand what a Metroidvania was right. at that point. Like, oh, sure. you got to go get the upgrades and then backtrack and go, you know, do this and that. But yeah, just very much like I think everyone, the cliche thing that people say about remasters is like playing that is like how you always remember playing the game. But when you see it side by side, you're like, wow, totally not different. I mean, it just fantastic. Retro just has done a fantastic job. That's good it. to hear because I, I know like all the reports were saying it wasn't going to be much of a change from the from the ports that came to, to Wii U. Oh yeah. It's a complete so visual. Glad. That's they so redid everything from like all the texture, like everything they like, they basically, I think I understand that they kind of took the code of the game. So that's still there, but then they just redid everything on top of it. All the textures. So, so um, like, is it 60 or is it 40? The uh, 40, 40, man. It's awesome. Yeah. And I think it runs, I think docked it's 900 P at 60 frames per second. And I think undocked, it's, I think it still gets 60 frames though. And it's, That's you know, awesome. you're going to get a little bit less of that, but I'm on the sure. OLED. Oh, looks right. fantastic. Oh, you know? God, I'm get so that. plays great. And it just, wow. Yeah. It, it's, you would never know that that game was never, um, you know, developed for a modern, you know, control scheme or modern console. It just feels so great to have the, the dual stick controls. And I think I've read that they're bringing, it sounds like the rumors are that the, the other games will come. I don't know if they're going to get like that full remaster treatment, you know, but I think at some point or another, we'll probably see the rest of the prime trilogy. I would say, depending how far away four is, I I would want them to do them all before going to four. Like if it's, if it's going to be like another year before we see Metro prime four, which I have a feeling it will be, I would want them to do the other two. I would hope that they've already been working on them anyway, because they've talked about these remasters forever. So, or these ports forever. So if they were working yeah. on this whole time, that'd be awesome. But yeah, because I mean, I'm I'm definitely interested in this. But the other two, if they if they're not given the same kind of treatment, I don't I don't know that I would jump on them right. again. But my only complaint with the game is, you, it, good luck playing in the sunlight. <laughs> oh <laughs> sure, right. Especially in that first area, like so many dark caverns and tunnels. Like where the hell am I? What is going on? Yeah. I couldn't see shit. Handheld, it's okay because you just crank up the brightness. But in TV, you can't can't do anything about that. Setting just do that. So. Um, but at least once you get out of like that first area, it's you know that's not as much a concern. But um, yeah, I'm probably a couple hours in, and just it's been awesome. That's Fantastic, great. So. That's great. Highly that. recommend. And then of course you know um, it's out now digitally. But otherwise, I think uh, next month I think the yeah, I think it's next month for physical. But I'm, I've been buying everything digital for years, so at this point, I'll just yeah, I'll just download it. Great to see you know you're who knew you see so much Metroid love on on the Switch, and then. Cool to get to like, I don't know, man. The whole reason I was playing my 3DS, honestly, was I was playing Game Boy Advance games on there. I mean, I say I bring had, Metroid I, Fusion to the to the yeah. virtual console. Come on, let's go. I've got, uh, you know, I got the Phoenix Ray and I've got some other stuff on there. But like I was playing through Minish Cap and now it's like, well, I'm not going to play that on 3DS anymore. Yep. I'd rather restart that on on the Switch. So I'm going to do that, too. But yeah, I hope they bring Metroid Fusion from GBA on there. Oh, I, I bet they will. Yeah. I, I, I would expect at some point we get fusion and zero mission and because uh, those, Oh man, zero mission was great, but fusion is fusion. Oh, fusion is that's fantastic. my favorite one. That's my favorite 2d one that they've done. Been fusion. Fantastic game. 
Yeah. Especially that whole, like, uh, towards the end there when you're the whole out of suit experience. Oh, so good. Yeah. So, yep. um, yeah. Prime baby. Amen. Well, Kevin, we did it. Made we it through it. it. All the things. All the things. Uh, thanks for being here. Appreciate you. Appreciate everyone at home listening along. Of, of course, I got to say it. Everybody join the Legion. Like these awesome people, Tyler Allen, Tom Servo, Brendan Myers, Skinny Man, Josh Brown, Edwin Callow. Check out uh, patreon.com slash flexbos. Really uh, optimistic about the content drip heading your mm-hmm. way. Yep. Hope you all are as well. And uh, that's going to do it for us here. So we'll be back in two weeks. But before we go, got to play an OC remix. We got them here for you. I uh, aptly timing. Here's one Super Metroid. A Hunter's Epilogue by Torby Brand. This is the range of the music of the ending of the game. Of course, Super Metroid released in 94 on the Super Nintendo by Nintendo. It's got the uh, original music by Kenji Yamamoto and Monaco Hamano. Uh, this is a, a, a little, you know, preview before I, you know, went on and pushed this out tonight. Piano themes. Ooh. It's all piano and it's pretty, pretty chill, pretty great. So hope you guys, uh, hope you guys like it. And of course you can find this in many remixes over at ocremix.org. Tell your friend about us here and we'll, we hope to see you back in two weeks. Yes. Spread the good word, everyone. <laughs>